Hello, Yes Anders. Welcome back. And I'm excited to announce that as of this episode, we are officially back with our regular schedule. So from here on out, expect new episodes every two weeks as we dive into season three. If you want to help support the podcast, you can, of course, give us five-star ratings on whatever platform you're on, if we deserve it. You can also check us out on our Patreon and our TikTok, where we, mostly Charlie, are uploading nearly daily TikTok content. Uh, as for this episode, content warning, we keep it pretty vague and lighthearted, but this episode references transphobia, anti-trans legislation, deathbeds, and suicidal ideation. Anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning back in, and we hope you enjoy. Here, you know what helps me? It helps me when you sort of do like the music. Oh, yeah. Do 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 do. That's the wrong song. What is the uh what is the fucking song? Oh yeah. Do 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 do. Pee pee poo poo. Come. <laughs> Big goobly boobly's. I'm just waiting for Justin Roiland's <laughs> replacement, are we? Uh this is what it would sound like if I came out of my butt. Uh <laughs> No. <laughs> All right, all right, follow my lead. Follow my lead. Come on. No. Support me. <laughs> no. I refuse. I won't do it. I have so, standards. So, if any, so whoever is still listening to the show at this point, this show is for you. If you're still here, you're home. This is a safe space for you. You're with family now. I just, I don't want to waste your time. I don't want to waste anyone's time. So, if you, if you're stuck, are you, if you, stuck around. you know that there are now going to be people who stuck around thinking there was going to be a point, and when you said, now you're home, they left. Because they were like, <laughs> wait, this is going to be the norm? And no, that's, that's not the norm. That's, that's what happened with my wife. <laughs> I, I carried her across the threshold. I said, you're home now. And she just got this like very distant, empty look in her eyes. And like... Uh, like a like a robot sleeper agent returning to her factory settings, <laughs> she marched off. <laughs> like a like a sleeper agent, she spoke Russian and then left. Mm-hmm. My my Russian my my Russian uh, what do they call those brides? You ma- mail in Russian bride. Uh, mail in mail in and you know what mail in Russian brides. I just. I think you should have to go to the Russian bride polling place in person <laughs> to get a legitimate Russian bride. Otherwise, anybody Anyone could be mailing in these one. brides. Oh, what, yeah. Well, come to my country to just put in a mail-in <laughs> Russian bride? Well, you know what they say. Why, you know what wise men say? Only fools Russian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. All right. Welcome to the show. Mm. <laughs> Welcome to, to all two. Welcome of, back. To both of our mothers, who I think are the only ones listening now because they're like, my beautiful child is, needs me. Yeah, there is. In this difficult time. And it's like, I think, listen, they're falling apart. I can hear it every episode. Yes, our mothers are, are always listening and always weeping. My mother actually said something really sweet, which was she said, uh, when you, this actually is relevant. She said, "Why? Just, I've been waiting and there's no new episodes. When are you guys going to release an episode? It's been like, not, I'm, I miss it. And so, for you, Mom. Welcome back to Yes Androgyny. This is Yes Androgyny 2.0, baby. We're, Wouldn't it be 3.0? We're, we're in 3. It's season 3, but I feel like the first two seasons you can kind of clump. T- Listen, I you have... You always do this. I, you always take all I your have, past work and say, that was shit, and now the real <laughs> thing. You said this when season 2 started. You said season 2 is going to be the one. No, season 2 was just like season 1. Season what? 2 and season 1, it's what? homogenous. It's basically the same. Oh, my God. Season all 3 right. is the new... This is the new show, and I have a goal. And my goal is that our podcast will have the most confusingly the the most confusing episode numbering system of all time that is my goal is that how we're doing it that, yes that's 
So, welcome to Yes Andrade 2.0, a new show with the same old hosts. Uh, this is the show where two non-binary... The, ho- the with the grossest. I, I think of myself more as, like, a net host. Like, you had the gross host, but then a lot of things were taken away from me. And what <laughs> what's left what is remains. what you get. Yes. What remains of Edith Finch? You can, you can- you can see that we've been desperately needing to get back to the podcast because we're just throwing out like everything that's been in our brains. Also, yes, uh, let's introduce our names. Let's just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hone us you in. Need, no, no, wait, wait, wait. You need to, I, I was doing it. You interrupted me. No. I'm doing the intro. You, you gotta just, let me do the intro. Say, you, you interrupted yourself. No, you interrupted me. I was saying this is the show where two not, and you interrupted me. I think that you have the tape. You uh, have the no, tape. No, I don't. I'll we even edit, have I, it on camera. Charlie, Charlie, I'm the editor. This is my world. <laughs> you will interrupt yourself because I choose to. Um, you'll be like, "This is the show when Edith Finch <laughs> come in my butt, Ari. Why won't you let me do the intro?" Uh, and I'll look at the camera. And the audience will go, wow, how do you tolerate her? And I'll say, that was, for some reason, that came out really mean. No, I, I don't tolerate you. I, I welcome you. Yeah. I'm, fa- I'm thankful for you. You were you were like, how do I tolerate her? And then I wanted to have like a, a fun, cute, like, oh, well, Charlie does this. Because I couldn't think of anything. Oh, speaking of that, I have come up with my, what I think my last words should be. And so far, no one is impressed. I'm ready. But before, but on that little teaser, That'll welcome be to Yes and Charlie will give us. Her last words at the end of the episode, because it'll be the last words. <laughs> well, ironically, yeah, it will literally be. <laughs> That's right. I am going to kill myself at the end of this episode. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to Yes Androgyny. This is the show where two trans slash non-binary improvisers and best friends since middle school explore gender and improv comedy together. My name is Charlie Monroe. My pronouns are she, they. I am a non-binary, a non-binary trans woman. Maybe, maybe I'm a gender fluid non-binary trans woman. I'm thinking about just continuing to just tack on like all of the labels, (laughs) like one after another, because they all seem to sort of apply. I will, I will be like the, the fucking cringe trans online. Who's like, you said that Cringe is not a, we shouldn't cringe at anything anymore. Cringe is dead. No, I agree. Cause cringe, cringe is literally, it's, it's, it's a way, it's a thing that is weaponized against people like me. And that's why I don't like it. There you go. Um, now, why don't you introduce yourself, buddy? Yes. Hello. Uh, my name is Ari and I've been teetering between my last name, which I'm perfectly happy with. And like, I have an artist name now, which I think I've mentioned before, which is, have I in the show mentioned my, my? I don't remember past. What episodes. what's 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 your artist name? Ari Noble. And you might ask, where did you get Noble from? My middle name is Nabil, which oh means uh, Ari Noble. Ari Ari. We did in fact do an entire episode about this. Oh okay. Hey everyone, my <laughs> name is Ari Noble, and I don't remember shit. You're even Ari Noble in the end credits now. I don't read the end credits. I don't look at things after they're released. Um. Uh, that's why I'm free. I don't look at it afterward. Yeah, I'm. Uh, my name's Ari Noble. I go by he, they pronouns. Um, and I am planning to get earrings, but I was told by people I shouldn't go to Claire's and I should go to a fancy place because, oh, you know, Claire's might do it wrong. And then my brother comes up to me last week with very nice earrings. And I said, hey, where'd you get your ears pierced? And he goes, Claire's? And I'm like, I'm going to Claire's. I'm going to get my ears pierced at Claire's. Everyone goes to Claire's. My sister got ears pierced at Claire's. My brother got his ears pierced at Claire's. I'm going to get my ears pierced at Claire's. And that is my entire life update for all the months I've been gone. It's just I'm getting my ears pierced at Claire's. That's actually very exciting. Um, what? How long have you wanted to get your ears pierced? Oh, a long time. Um, I've had the inkling that maybe I'd want to for a long time because my... My uncle has his ears pierced. My uncle is a motors, but when he met my my aunt, who is you know in my mom's side of the family, my uncle kind of married into the family. Motorcycle driving, ears pierced, bald beard. Actually, at the time, I think he had like long, flowing blonde hair, so even more like 
motorcycle guy and he had like (laughs) nothing nothing says tough motorcycle dude like long beautiful blonde hair well you know he had like the long like the long beard and hair kind of deal going i think and like he was like a like like rustic rustic riding that hog yeah and he uh he owned a snake (laughs) he had earrings and a snake and a motorcycle and i remember as a kid being like oh I guess that ears pierce can be a thing that anyone does. And my uncle's, I really like, he's a really cool dude. Uh, he's also the first person that my older sister came out to as trans because he has always been such a trusted person. And he's someone that I, uh, I noticed completely off, off of the point, but I think it does kind of, you know, he, uh, he was someone who broke gender norms before I even knew what gender norms were. Cause I saw my mom had earrings. My aunts had earrings. And my uncle had earrings, and he was uh, he was the first one that made me go, oh, maybe I can have earrings. At first, so I, so even as a kid, bef- long before you came out, you thought maybe you were interested in earrings. Yes, yeah, definitely. And I think so it was do you easier think, do you because think- of the fact that a man in my life had earrings, and it wasn't. But I was I told myself I was scared because I didn't want to make holes in my body. I think that's what I told myself, like, oh, I don't want to pierce things. Ari, Ari, I hate to tell you this. You already got some holes. I didn't in your make. Body. I didn't make them though. God made my holes. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, I uh, I want to get my ears pierced. That's awesome. Um, I'm really happy for you. I'm shocked that you don't want to join me. I know that you didn't want to get ears pierced for some reason. I can't understand why. It's the most fun. I get to have like little sunflowers on my ears. Why wouldn't you want to join me on this journey? I feel so ambivalent about about piercings and even to a certain extent to makeup. I really like lipstick. Well, we this is something we can talk about, uh, which is that like I genuinely cannot tell the difference between things that I am feeling a social pressure to make myself appear more similar to in order to match a a standard yeah standard of femininity and things that on an internal level i feel like i want i um, have and that's that. that's something i've been working on like one of the things that i've really noticed recently is i actually don't hate my beard in a vacuum I don't hate having facial hair. I don't see it. I don't perceive it as being inherently a-feminine. I actually see beards as potentially the most feminine part of, and I may, might have said this before, but I see beards as, in some of these, the most feminine part of the traditionally masculine like grooming process because so like, the way that men- the It's the one thing men have that they can take care of. Yes, that they can, they, exactly, that they can fawn over and buy special oils. And as an AMAB losing his hair, yes, the, the, the beard was everything. Like, when I'm wearing a dress and a beard, and I have, like, but it's, like, a good day, and I'm feeling good about myself, I look in the mirror, and I'm like, you look good, girl. So it's, it's, it's so the beard is an interesting example, because I genuinely don't know if I would want to permanently get rid of my facial hair like you don't want to like laser it but maybe you'll i don't think so i think i like having it as an option but i also feel more comfortable when i don't have it because i'm more conspicuously queer with it well this is why i like piercings piercings are the immediate way of being like oh you're you're doing something you're making a statement about gender norms and i think that's cool i think it's cool like i was going i can change i can change out the way that i'm defying you every week and it's, say, hey new new look it is it is fascinating to me that you are someone who has consistently been less concerned overall with your public presentation than i am you'd be surprised but i a lot of the truth of the matter is that i have a lot of that fear but and i've talked about this before in the very first episode i think which is so much of my dysphoria is tied to my hair and I have no power to fix it because it'll cost like 10 grand. So I have taken that little box of caring as much as I could. I've put it away in the closet for future me to enjoy not being always a little dysphoric about. Hey, dude. Uh, hello. That is a nice hog you're riding. Thank you. I am. I'm. I'm. I'm a little new to this whole thing. I'm a little nervous, you know, just taking it, taking, taking her out for a ride, so to speak. You know, I, uh, 
I thought I'd kind of get into the community of the hog riders and just be a part of this world, you know? It seems like a fun world. Hey, uh, the light's turning green. You want to, uh, you want to ride with me for a little bit? Do a little side by side, side by ride by side. <laughs> hey, it's been green for five seconds. Go, man! What? People, people are getting angrier by the day when you don't go immediately when the light goes green. Yeah, it was not green for five seconds. <laughs> We're driving. Uh, it, it is. It was not green for five seconds. It was green for like one second. Like I barely had time to process that it had turned green. And then someone screaming. And then us. someone zoomed across the intersection the other way. So if we had gone, we would have died. But at least yeah. we wouldn't have been barked at, bar- barked at, honked at. They're dogs. They're bunch of dogs is what they are. Roof, 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 roof. You should have died. <laughs> bunch of bunch of dogs driving around. You know, I still think that Congress should not have passed that legislation that dogs are allowed to drive now. I feel like the roads have been an angrier place. People said man's best friend and that dogs were sweet. Turns out, put them behind a road and they're an, have a, put them behind a wheel and they're a total asshole. They're as bad as any human. Worse, That's right. maybe. I mean, it, maybe worse. I think I think they're worse. See, we've, we've... I mean, first of all, first of all, they cannot tell the different... They, they cannot tell what color the light is. <laughs> <laughs> that might be why that guy got so angry. Why. See, this is why I like driving my hog. We are we we're making a statement, right? No dogs, only hogs. That's a statement we're making. I, I like that. I like that a lot. Hey, you're a you're gonna be a good addition to this community. And you know you know what really seals the deal for me about that? Your long blonde hair oh, that I can uh, tell is oh, definitely oh, is yeah. definitely real. I can tell that that hair is definitely real. Yeah, we're not gonna it's do. We're not gonna hair. do a. Uh, we're not gonna do that bit that every comedy thing does, where the two pay flies off and we reveal how pathetic and stupid and lowly. And then the person curls and goes, "Don't look at me!" And they run away, and everyone's laughing, and our main characters are laughing at this humiliated person. <laughs> yeah, no, that would never. We would never. We would never stupid. I though. mean. I mean, of course, if your hair did come flying off at some point, I i mean, I would have to ostracize you because that's one thing about riding a hog is you have to have long, beautiful, flowing hair, baby. Yeah. It's, um, that's not going to be a problem for you. No, not at all. It's not going to be a problem because, uh, yeah, uh, did you know that in the modern age, this is the funniest thing ever. I don't know why I'm saying this as if it's a funny thing. In the modern age, two pages, they stick to your head. They don't, they don't fly off. That's not a thing. Not that I have I one. Do. Not that I have one or anything. I totally don't. Oh, we're passing by. Oh, we're passing by like these people having a, a funeral. Honk really loudly. <laughs> oh man, man, that was a double whammy. A funeral that was taking place at a coffee shop. Yeah, we. You know, I think it's- my favorite place is a coffee to 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 make my motorcycle go really loud. I'm really glad. I'm really glad we were able to pay our respects, which is what we're doing every time we rev really loudly. Just paying our respects to the community. This might be a little forward, but I mean, you your, your hawk is in drive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. Now now you've got me nervous to ask because you're so funny. You make me insecure. <laughs> drives like like in that moment he flinches and then like drives off a cliff. <laughs> no! What were you No, what were you going to ask? Roof roof. One down, one to go. This keeps happening. I keep meeting these wonderful hogmen, and then they're killed by dogmen. His uh, his wig comes f- floating up out of the ravine he fell into. <laughs> <sighs> I will wear it in his honor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, scene, scene, scene. scene. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, the moral of the story is. Uh, the, a lot of men are wearing wigs, and the reason that people think that toupees and wigs are bad and silly is that they only notice the really shitty ones. Oh, I Here's- should actually say, before we go off on that, actually, one more thing that's worth noting, because it is a big update I didn't, oh, yeah, didn't yeah, mention. Yeah. I am getting a gender therapist, finally. I I contacted wow. a person. Uh, he's trans, and he's a very cool dude, from what I gather. He's, you know, he seems like a, he seems like a meat guy. And he, uh, he's and I are in communication about like the first day we're going to meet for a consultation. And I was like, you know, I should have someone who kind of, and he's a person of color 
so he'll understand like the brown trans experience specifically with something that I'm experiencing. So I'm reaching out to him and gonna we're gonna chat. I do understand the trans brown experience if you count um my gender queer doc brown cosplay. <laughs> Such a f- what? <laughs> Where I'm like I'm like Marty Marty we have to go back. We have to go back and change my gender, Marty, before it's too late. We have to assign my gender. You have to go back. You have to take the place of the doctor, and you have to assign me female at birth, Marty. I hate that the only whack I... Ah, the Libyans! <laughs> it's back. It's back, baby. <laughs> oh, the, the, no. The, the turfs. The turfs. The turfs. <laughs> this is exactly the same as season one and two, by the way. No, it's not. We're ranting no, and raving about random topics. <laughs> exactly. But here's here's the thing. We didn't do that in season one and two. In season one and two, I was trying so hard to force a structure on this show. Oh, we're going to talk about specific topics. And we're going to really, like, focus on this for a few episodes. We're going to do this. Didn't, we, do, do didn't we say in literally the previous episode that season three is going to be about research? Oh, yeah. And I did some research. And can I tell you what I learned when I was doing my research? What did you learn? It is not fucking funny. <laughs> there is no fucking way for us to do our show and have it be funny. So we need to be escapism from from the reality rather than Oh, we got to be. We got to be escapism. And that's that's why this is Yes Drudgy 2.0. We listen, on TikTok recently, I came to a discovery there are so many people on TikTok. So did, so Z- trans so did Zoslav, and look what he did to it. Excuse me? He came to a discovery. He bought the Discovery Network and, and, and HBO and ruined them. Oh, that's who that is. You came to a discovery name. and ruined it. Yeah, okay. Bad. Bad. <laughs> I didn't know the guy's See, name. See, this is why you're funnier than me. My jokes require an explanation, and then afterward, people go, oh, oh I didn't know that. And I go, No, oh. your jokes are funny if you know, like, you're just. You know, you're like John Oliver. It's just, it's... It, oh, he, no. He's only kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> I love him to death, but he's not always funny. He's mostly cute. He is He is kind of more cute. I agree with that. Um, <laughs> love you, John Oliver. But I know you're on, listening. Yeah, come on the show. Uh, prove us wrong. Prove us, prove wrong. us wrong, John Oliver. Get come, an improv scene. Laugh. Show us what you can do. <laughs> Um, People keep saying that improv is where comedy goes to die. I say improv is where comedy reaches its final form. I, I say improv is where comedy never lived in the first place. Oh, and that's the loophole. That's the loophole. <laughs> we, there are so many awesome, well-researched, smart, intelligent trans people on TikTok, on Twitter, online, doing this work. There's absolutely no reason for my stupid ass to clumsily try to mimic what these brilliant people are doing. So instead, what I decided, because I've done, is that every episode, I am going to highlight a better trans creator. (laughs) Every episode, I'm going to start by talking about cum in my butt. That's that's the new format. Every episode starts with cum, and it ends with a plea... A pl- <laughs> it ends with my last words, but right before that, a plea for you to go watch or listen to a better trans creator than us. And I will every week. I will. I will give you a different, a new resource of someone for you to follow. I already you- know. I already know. What we're gonna call it, and you're gonna love me. I finally. I want to be clear. My entire life, people laughed uh-huh. at me. People mocked me. They, you know, uh-huh. they, 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 they said I was, I was, I was dumb. I didn't make any sense. They said, "What are you talking about?" And today, I just came up with what you're going to call this. Tranrec. Tranrec. Instead of trainwreck, it's, it's like tran it's recommendation. S- oh, my God. It had so many layers, I didn't even follow it. Oh, no. It's another one of my jokes that no one understands. <laughs> I was like, fight it again. Um. <laughs> I'm sorry. Tranrec tran is a really good. Tranrec is great. I'm proud of Tranrec. Choo-choo Tranrec, baby. Choo-choo Tranrec. Um, and I, I want to also throw out there, you know, we did some interviews last season and honestly, that was one of my favorite things ever. I had a blast doing it. And that's a great way for us to, we can be the dumb 
comedian trans people who are like, so tell us about this thing. And then we make a joke and we learn. We are yeah, learning actually, along with you. I like that. I like that. It makes a lot more sense to I, me than I'm not an authority. I'm not, I'm not an authority on this. Right. We don't fucking know what to do. We don't know what we're doing. We there, are you. there have been. We are you. We don't 20... know either. We're going to learn with you. Right now, at, on recording in 2023, there are over 270 bills. million. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, don't spread misinformation. There are we're stupid, but we're not gonna do that. There are 270 proposed bills in legislation across the country. Million proposed bills. <laughs> well, Parse okay, them all, uh, will you? Parse them all. Okay, Matt Walsh. Um God, I fucking no, I, hate won't, it. I I won't have more than 17. Can I say I what I said as I said no I won't have more as Matt Walsh I won't have more than seven that's Matt Gates not Matt Walsh they're all oh, yeah <laughs> poor Matt Walsh I'm sorry Matt Walsh I don't like you but I threw you under the bus poor there. Matt Walsh oh we're so sorry no Matt. no I'm sorry for comparing you to Matt Gates who I think is worse I think I don't I don't know much I don't about think Matt, he's worse I don't know much about Matt Walsh I just know that he's a person here's the thing about Matt Walsh I fucking hate that that clip of him getting vaguely fact checked by Joe Rogan about the number of kids taking, uh, you know, who are on uh, hormone blockers went viral. And a bunch of people were like, oh, wow. Like, even Joe Rogan, you know, even even Joe Rogan isn't, like, willing to go that far or whatever. And I'm like, fuck you. Joe Rogan is a, is a fucking evil asshole who only fact checks once in a while because he knows it's going to go viral. Like... Fun fact, the he damage, also the, he continues the to be damage, the number one podcast on this. Yeah. Yeah. The damage that Joe Rogan causes trans people just by having Matt Walsh on is so outweighs any nobody who who likes Matt Walsh saw that clip and was like, huh, I guess maybe Matt Walsh, the guy who had a literal documentary about trans people oh, doesn't know by the basic way. facts about hormone replacement. Huh, I guess he's probably wrong about other stuff. No one was convinced. Well, let me put out this. This is actually relatively relevant. I'm not going to name names because I don't want to because it's exhausting. But there's been a whole thing recently where left-wing people, including trans creators, have been bringing on right-wing creators onto their networks. And people have been like, why are you doing that? And generally speaking, their answer has fallen into two categories. One is, well, they're willing to come on my show, so I want to, you know, be give them a chance to, like, to, I want to explain to them kind of where my perspective is. And their other one is, I want, you know, they have these confused right-wing teen listeners, and I want to give them a reality check. And here's my response to that. Please. Yeah. That's bullshit. When you bring a right-wing person onto your podcast or onto your show or onto your Twitch stream or whatever – you are not going to convince any of their listeners because, as we know, you cannot logic your way someone out of something they didn't logic their way into. These people are angry. By bringing fucking Keemstar or whatever onto your... I'm, I'm naming it, I don't care. You bring Keemstar onto your network, you're not going to make Keemstar's evil fans go, oh, maybe I was wrong. You're going to make people who tuned in because, oh my god, I've heard of this Keemstar guy, he's on this thing, maybe be convinced by Keemstar. Here's 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 a good way of putting exactly what you just said, but a good way, a good yeah, way of putting. Because what we, you put, just, I'm putting it in a way that's not shitty and confusing. <laughs> shitty, stupid way. The tran wreck that you just le left <laughs> off the tracks. I am arachnophobic, right? Yeah, that's not a logical position. Yeah, I don't like boobs either. <laughs> you don't like what? No rack. No a rack? rack. No oh. phobic. <laughs> Kelly's <laughs> like, and this is why estrogen terrifies me. I will take it, but I, I don't know how I'll feel about the boobs. That is the opposite of how I feel. <laughs> Actually, fun fact. It's the only thing I'm positive I know how I'll feel about. Actually, I think it's what's hilarious. I considered, as someone who is non-binary and is not sure where I'm on the spectrum in terms of my... I was like, oh, maybe I'll take estrogen. Maybe I'll... Because, like, the softer skin, less hair on the body, more hair on the head, because it does actually, like, bring your hair back. Like It like, reverses the clock, like, five or six years. But... It also does other things that I don't think I'm comfortable with. 
And I'm the so I actually am arachnophobic on myself. And you're kind of a little spider too. Yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little creepy, you're like, a little creepy crawler. You're <laughs> no, a that's kind of bad. Crawler sitting in your web. So yeah, a web of lies. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go talk to Tinder therapist and figure out what's going on there. Um, that's why I'm going. That's actually what made me think about going. Uh, but no. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, you're arachnophobic. Scared of spiders for those. I, no one who doesn't know what that means. I'm arachnophobic, and so like, I'm scared of spiders. He, I, let me tell you, people have genuinely <laughs> tried. I'm scared of people who like look at you and go, "Huh, I knew you were a woman." They spied her. Okay, I'm people, done with the people puns. Who, people who clock me, who clock you, because estrogen turns back the clock, and that's why I'm taking estrogen because I want to turn back the people who clock me. <laughs> oh my god. Although ironically, ironically, when I cosplay, I cosplay as Doc. Doc wants to turn back the clock. <laughs> <laughs> now this, my friends, this is a train wreck. People have been trying to get me. People have tried. People have tried to get me to not be scared of spiders by literally sending me like videos of cute spiders. That like, doesn't work. Being being nice and cute with people. Or people have just like told me facts, right? Like, oh, spiders are important for the ecosystem or whatever. And to me, I imagine that like, imagine that I hate and fear trans people instead of spiders. You're not going to convince them by sending them videos of trans people being cute and normal. You're not going to convince them by sending them statistics about how trans people are important for the ecosystem, even though we objectively are. Yeah. Because we eat flies. And also, we're 90% of the tech bros that you know are actually we're, we're, we're FTMs. <laughs> yeah. 90% yeah, of tech bros are FTMs, baby. Yeah, we are the backbone of several industries. Our place isn't to convince people by bringing in the opposing side and showing us dunking on them. That's 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 really what it is. People want to have clips of themselves dunking on someone they disagree with because people are because it does feel self-aggrandizing to me. And I think I understand time, I emotionally I understand say. why. I think everyone listening to this can agree. There's a feeling that is growing in all of us every time we go on the internet and we see people posting some trolly gross nonsense or just something misinformed. And then you're like, hey, just so you know, that's actually not right. Here's the actual information. And then they don't respond. And you're just like, I wish I could sit in a room with this motherfucker right now and just be like, you look at me in the eye and explain to me why my source is irrelevant to your bullshit. But we can't do that. It's an unnatural thing as a social creature to have people just say bullshit and then disappear. Imagine if people could like, imagine if right-wingers could like snap and they just disappeared in a puff of smoke. Hey, welcome. Welcome back to the stream. Welcome back to Lady Points A Lot, the lady who makes points while pointing. Hey, pointing at you, pointing at you. <laughs> anyway, today... On the show, I'm super excited about this. Um, I don't think this woman really needs any introduction. I mean, she has probably one of the most indefensible controversial opinions you could possibly imagine. But I'll let her, I'll kind of let her articulate it for herself. Because I want to be fair, you know, to the other side. Hello, so anyway, everyone. Yes, hello. I believe that dogs should be able to drive. This is M Marcy Bernstein. <laughs> Marcy Bernstein at your service. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Um, Hello. See how cute I actually am? Oh, I'm endearing you all to me just by ha seeing my face already. Now, Marcy. Yes, dearie. There, ha there have been over 50 longitudinal studies conducted in the United States alone over the past 10 years. Oh, I'm sure that have definitively have <laughs> That have de definitively shown... Definitively. Oh, because in science... We we prove things. We don't theorize, right? <laughs> uh, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna point at you because like that's a listen. That's a good point. That's a really good point. And yes, I am vehemently uh, opposed to uh, car accident deaths. And at the same time, I wish that we could all be kind of civil. <laughs> I wish we could be civil. I mean, let's be clear. Nobody <laughs> likes car accidents. None of us are saying that we like car accidents. We'd be monsters. <laughs> so these studies. These studies of yours, I assume, I assume that they say 
that accidents have increased since dogs have been allowed to drive behind. Yeah, weeds. basically they all say that without dogs licenses, my time. Because we don't we don't believe in licenses. They all basically say that dogs just can't drive. They're not capable of it. They they don't have the same type of cognition that we do. Oh oh, um, here we go. Yes, of course it's our place to say what what the dogs can drive. And this is oh, I, I'm seeing a this comment. This is I'm what the left here. does. Oh oh, continue with, with your comment. Yes. I'm seeing a comment here. Um, at fuck fart <laughs> eighteen <laughs> said. <laughs> oh, so dogs driving should be based on cognitive ability. I guess we should administer IQ test to every driver. Nazi. Now let's not call anyone Nazis, chat. Anytime you see an argument that what we are doing is increasing death among a vulnerable population. <laughs> the, of course, more people are dying in car accidents now that dogs are on the road. Because people hate dogs. Wait, and so you admit no you admit that Yeah, humans are killing dogs on purpose. No, you've got that backwards. We're the victims. We're the oh, victims. Oh, how charming. Oh, yes, yes, you're the victims now, are you? Yeah, the victims. <laughs> well, I'll be, let me be very clear here. I think chat will agree with me. I think chat, <laughs> won't you? Chat, come with me now. All of you. I invite everyone, all free thinkers, to understand. If a dog is a man's best friend, why would a dog kill a man? Ring, ring. Oh, we have a we have a caller calling in. A caller <laughs> on a Twitch stream. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, a caller. <laughs> Wait, how did they get my phone number? Was I like? Oh, I, was I, I, tweet, I tweeted it out. You doxed me? <laughs> no, I dogsed you. <laughs> no. I, I, answers phone. Roof, 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 roof. Are is my entire chat a bunch of dogs? Yes. Turns out that uh, when you bring the dogs in. To the into the chicken coop, they eat the chickens. Listen, well, you can't teach old dogs new tricks. You can't teach dogs how to drive. And see, it's that's just... exactly. And now I'm going to take a step back and say, this is why you shouldn't have brought me on. I'm an old dog. What new trick are you trying to teach me? Putting me on your on your show. Hey, sorry. This is uh, this is fuck fart calling in. <laughs> calling in. Sorry, on the show. my dog was on the phone first because there was no other ring. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> um, this is fuck fart. You actually got uh, you got my name wrong. It's actually fuck fart uh, 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 fourteen eighty eight. I think, <laughs> um, which just just don't look too much into that. Don't don't look <laughs> don't look into that username. Uh, but I just want to want to say that you came in thinking that I was all fooled of it, but now that you're here, you understand that. Uh... Well. I was already totally on your side, actually. Oh, oh yeah, I mean, I should have... 1488, I should have... Yeah, you and I know. You and I know. You and I know. We know, we know. Yeah, I mean, you, you're constantly giving me these little... Uh, we know why you like dogs so much. It's because they can all hear your whistles, baby. Ah! Oh, oh! <laughs> scene, scene. <laughs> and that's why you shouldn't bring... That's exactly what happens. Oh, so when do you meet with your uh, gender affirming? Uh, I actually am emailing him after this call. That's very exciting. Yeah. So we might ha maybe have an update from that next time. Yeah, we'll see if I can afford him. <laughs> I am currently calling a place to get my sperm frozen so that if I decide to pull that HR trigger. Hair removal trigger. Have, in my case, hair have, renewal trigger. Have the option. Um, I will have the option of, you know, procreating in the future. So that's kind of a big, like, concrete step that's for huge. me to be taking. Because yeah. I've been, it's all been so theoretical. And actually taking that step. I mean, it's taken me. I've been thinking about this for like a year. It's taken me a year. To well, I want to ask this, you so. if this is okay to ask uh, on this vulnerable place. Um, do you find the concept of starting? It is, you know, because people, people, understandably, people don't like to talk about. They talk about like, hey, I started hormones. I'm excited, but people don't like to talk about 
maybe the feelings lead up to it. Have you found it intimidating, or are you mostly excited about the opportunity to take hormones? Like, what has that experience been like for you as someone who's building up to potentially doing that? Like, um, in a vacuum, again, in a vacuum when I am by myself, it is not only is it an exciting prospect, but it is, um. I believe it is necessary for me to be happy with who I am as a person. Mm -hmm. But I will say it doesn't feel like a great time in history. Not that there's ever been a great time in history, but it feels like a particularly bad time in history to be putting myself in this situation. Yeah. Um, considering the aforementioned 270 plus proposed bills in legislatures across the country, um, targeting anything from like medical access for teens and adults uh, of trans people to medical uh, trans affirming medical services yeah. to like dra anti drag bills where they're trying to make it illegal for people to be seen in public at all in clothing of the quote-unquote opposite sex and what's I mean, really dangerous about this is that like insane stuff is happening you know it, it's i think it's worth noting too that we live in we live in a progressive area but we live in the south yes it could hit us so quickly and it probably will i mean north north carolina is a weird state you know we've like a democratic governor elected two times but also republican legislature and uh one of the worst in the and, country too and yeah yeah um but never forget that north carolina basically kicked off the modern right wing war on trans people with hb2 the first yeah and i think i mean here's the thing there is something gratifying about being somewhere where it feels like you're making a difference every time you vote, every time you change a mind of a person who just not an asshole, but someone who just doesn't understand yet. Like I've met people who don't understand that I talk to them. And North Carolina know. feels like a center, right, of change, but also it's kind of scary not living in like the center of Seattle. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or like there are countries that are having the conversation about maybe whether or not they might want to open asylum for trans people. Yeah, I mean. It is a it is a global humanitarian crisis yeah. at this point, um, and I certainly completely agree manufacture, with you. which is very annoying. <laughs> it's so annoying. With that in mind, I would like to uh, say for this week's uh, tran wreck, um, no, I would no 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 choo choo everyone aboard the tran wreck. All right, Charlie. <laughs> choo, choo, <laughs> choo choo. What is that sound? It's the trans coming around. Choo choo. Recommending stuff and it isn't a dreck, but hope you don't get into a tran wreck. All right, what do you got? Actually, do we do want a tran? It's actually a really bad metaphor because a tran wreck's a bad thing, but we're talking about to get on the tran. <laughs> get on, um, like, come aboard and we'll give you a recommendation. All right, what do you got? What, what do you got for this week? Yeah, come on board. Um, Probably anyone who's listening to this maybe already is aware of this person, but I want to uh, encourage everyone to uh, follow the work of Aaron Reed, uh, who is on TikTok uh, under the handle Aaron in the morning, uh, E-R-I-N. Um, she is a trans woman who just tracking anti-trans legislation across the United States. Uh, basically she, keeping track of what's going on so that we don't have to <laughs> she follows the progress of each of these bills she has a uh, 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 uh what's it called a sub stack uh where you can just fo follow you can kind of track the progress of these things i think it's really important if you are not trans and you want to be like an ally in the community, she would be just a great place to start because it's a lot of, she gives a really good overview of just like the material conditions that are affecting trans people across the country. Um, and that is and Aaron Reed, Aaron in the morning on Twitter. Aaron in the morning. Um, so yeah, definitely uh, check her out. And uh, I have something I want to yeah. kind of add to that. I think it's maybe kind of wrapping up all this conversation. I've encountered a lot of my life of people. People are stressed out. Life is hard. Grocery prices are up. 
things are scary for everybody in different ways. Spiders are scary. But like there is just something really frustrating. A lot of people, when you start talking about the real stuff, right? Like the the legislation that's being passed in different states or the actual bad things happening. The fact that what's happening to trans people in the country like literally follows the template of actual historical genocides. Yeah. People really don't like hearing about that. They tend to kind of fall into the, I don't want this. I, I can't, this is too stressful. I'm really sorry. I can't hear about this. And it's like, when are you comfortable hearing about it? When it's too late? With something like this happening, it's very important that we have to stay informed. We have to know what's going on because they do. They're keeping up with it. You know, they want to. They're excited about it. They're like, it's like popcorn for them. The good guys have to be understanding of what the bad guys are doing or we can't stop them. And trans people and especially black and trans people of color, all these people can't be the ones consistently holding the building the dam so that the town of all the rest of the people can be safe. I think it's important to say because I've seen a lot of people wanting getting more and more uncomfortable with talking about these topics because it makes them feel bad. Good. It should. If it makes you feel bad, you're empathetic. Wow. I mean, Ari, genuinely, you might have to be one of my tran wrecks. You're, you might be one of those voices that we need out there advocating because that was very well said. And honestly, I don't think it's miserable. I think it's empowering. It's empowering to feel like you can give a shit about something and help somebody. Uh, we do We do need to, to, to start wrapping things up. Yeah, uh, I think to summarize, uh, my me and Trump, uh, I'm going to see a gender therapist and I'm going to try earrings and Charlie might try hormones because you know I'm gonna come out. <laughs> I'm gonna come out of my butt into oh, yeah, a cup, we- <laughs> and then we're, then we're gonna put that into a freezer. And uh, in the future, a uh, bunch of others. Yeah, in the future, you will have created an entire army of butt children of, of horrible butt creatures. <laughs> Butt spiders, and you will fear them. Half, half Charlie DNA and half just ass DNA. Where's mixed wait, together? Where's where's your, where's your partner in all I of this? I have separate. I no, have wait, separate. Half ass- of your DNA, half of your. Where's your partner's DNA? <laughs> How is that? Does this work? Oh, oh, she will be. Listen, she will be long gone. As we established, she was gone the second I I carried her across the threshold and ah, told her welcome that's right, home. That's right. Um. So I think the only place we can end this is we need to know what your last words are. All right. So yeah, my last words, I, I'm going to be on my, on my, wh- whether I'm on my deathbed or I'm standing at the gallows, this will apply. Which one I do you want to it to be, be for this? Which one do you want it to be for this, for this? Uh... Let's just, let's discover what it is. All right. Charlie, I can't believe this is happening right now. Me, Ari, I can't believe this. Ari, you've aged so much in a day. It's February 9th, 2023. I just... And so much happened yesterday. I, I stood up from the podcast and I threw my back and I, I hobbled down and I fell down the stairs. And then I went to the ice. I went to like put ice on my back. And when I went to the ice, my back hit the stove and the gas lit up and burned well, my vocal cords. And this is me I've now. noticed. I've noticed that ever since you started giving a shit politically... Um, you've become much more haggard and depressed. Oh, and it's tired. miserable. I should have stayed in the dark. <laughs> I should have stayed ignorant. Um, but anyway, did you have something to say to me? Because I think the firing squad is motioning at you to move aside. I did. I will never okay. forgive you for what you did <laughs> to those dogs. <laughs> I had to. Okay, they were. They're coming. They were coming for us. It was. It was me or them. <sighs> It was me or them. Dogs hey, will drive, whether we like it Ari, or not. Ari, those aren't our dogs anymore. <laughs> uh, it's a reference. And <laughs> anyway, step aside, son. It's this time. Okay. Ari's dad? You're my executioner? <laughs> I've been waiting for this day for a long time. Yeah, you you did make it pretty clear <laughs> when, I, when, we, when I was a kid <laughs> that you didn't want me. <laughs> I had to build up. I look. I had to find a legal way to do it, and finally, you dropped one in my lap. <laughs> do you have well, any last words for us, son or daughter, as the case may be? I'm I'm killing you, but I'm not going to be transphobic. 
in this last moment. You're a, honestly, you are a complicated man. I will admit. <laughs> that. Um, here, will you fill my 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 brandy glass one more time so I can have one more drink before I go? I don't know why I motion drinking it. I just drink all your brandy. <laughs> what? But it's pretty crucial. Here, spit some into my cup. It's pretty crucial. Yeah, there my... you go. Put it back. <laughs> oh, you puked out of your butt. <laughs> why? 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 Just say the goddamn thing. <laughs> Just say the goddamn last word. Jesus Christ. All right. So I hold up the cup. I kind of swirled around. No, now it's, gr- now it's gross. <laughs> I look at you all. I look at each of you in the eye. And I say, um, hey, if there's a bar in hell... I'll save you all a seat. That was just, that was a sad. I'm so sorry. You think you're going to hell? <laughs> so what do you think? What do you think? Do you, do we like that? I think uh <laughs> I mean that's what genuinely genuinely I'm imagining myself on my deathbed looking at my like family and saying that like as the breath is leaving like hey there's a bar in hell. I'll save y'all a seat and then just collapse. I think it would be a great way to go out, but no one seems to agree with me. What do you think, chat? I think it's pretty good. I'm boring. I'm not blown away, but I don't think it's a bad way to go. I think it's a pretty, pretty middle of the road, pretty good last words. If everything, if everything goes okay, I should have time to work on it. If I can get hold of some goddamn hormones, it'll be a while. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. As long as I get on HRT. And I get earrings. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. This is Yes Androgyny 2.0. Yes. And you can also check us out on TikTok where Charlie, and hopefully at some point me, has been posting wonderful and very funny nearly daily TikToks, and she is killing it. Let me be clear with you. Except for the last two weeks, because uh, my increased SSRI dose uh, made me want to commit suicide for a couple days. So So I've been taking it kind of easy. SSRI. Suicide sounds really interesting. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye. Yes Androgyny was conceived, recorded, and produced by Ari Borhanian and myself, Charlie Monroe. This show is released bi-weekly every other Monday. If you want more content or you care to support the show, we can be found at patreon.com slash yesandrogyny, where we will be posting an extra episode of bonus content, plus other fun surprises at least every off week. Also, follow us on Twitter at yesandrogyny for more updates. This show is co-produced by New 32 Productions, an independent North Carolina media company that Ari and I are both heavily involved with. You can find New 32 on YouTube at youtube.com slash new32, that's N-E-W-3-2. Our music was composed by Florify, F-L-O-R-R-I-F-Y, whose link tree can be found in the episode description. Our theme song is Riff in A by Garrett stein Sarusi, who plays the guitar on the track, with additional arrangement, instrumentation, and mastering also by Florify. Our cover art is by the inimitable Izzy Pereira, who can be found on Twitter at Izzy Squeaksy. That is I-Z-Z-Y-S-Q-U-E-A-K-Z-Y. Lastly, but not leastly, Ari can be found on Twitter at MetaJokerMusic, where they post about their myriad music and webcomic writing projects, including their epic fantasy adventure webcomic in the vein of Redwall that is uh, so good. It's called Mathorial. They co-created it with our cover artist, Izzy, and it is posted weekly. So definitely check that out. It's super rad. Charlie, meanwhile, is a little bit shy and is going to refrain from posting a handle for the time being. Lol. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. That concludes the credits. See you in two weeks or sooner if you join our Patreon. Bye!